Do you have any foods where you remember their arrival like it was a big deal? Um, like when they started doing mini pizzas at my uh, school canteen. That I'm was sure like a big deal. Awesome. Like, oh. I'm just thinking about um, the topic of the show and I can remember when a few of them arrived, but I don't okay. want to like ruin your surprise. Well, you can give away. We're, gonna be, we're talking about yogurt. Mm. This is the yogurt episode. And I remember really clearly frozen yogurt arriving in the world on the scene. Uh, it was the mid-80s. It would have been 1985. A frozen yogurt bar opened. Really? Well, it was, it was a health food shop in Torquay. Because I thought frozen yogurt was like a new thing in the last five or six no, years. No, no. It's, it's in its second iteration its second incarnation it was actually invented in uh, the early 80s in the united states and it it kind of had this huge wave through the world in the in the middle of the 1980s and it reached all the way to to torquay on the surf coast of victoria in australia where my grandmother lived and we used to go there and, and visit grandma and it was a big deal to go to yummy yogurt on gilbert street if you if you're familiar with with torquay now it's kind of where the Torquay Lada is on Gil- Gilbert Street, it used to be a, a health food shop and yogurt bar called Yummy Yogurt. And we were allowed to go there and get a frozen yogurt with honey and nuts on it because that was healthier than going to Munchies down the road mm-hmm. and getting an ice cream. So was it pay by weight like it is now? No, it was just like soft getting a soft serve cone. Uh, or you could get it in a, I'm pretty sure you could get it in a little kind of paper cup. But it wasn't pay by weight. It wasn't, and it wasn't exactly the same product. I think it's kind of been revolutionised in the last little while, and that's why it's had its sort of second re- resurgence. But yeah, I remember frozen yogurt arriving, and and I've done a little bit of digging, and it wasn't actually that uh, long after yogurt really had its rebirth in Australia that that frozen yogurt happened. 1982 was when YoPlay launched. So 1982, yogurt lands has its kind of resurgence in Australia. Uh, 985, we've got frozen yogurt. And it feels like yogurt's kind of been around forever for us. Um, but really, it's got a fairly recent history in Australia. So we're going to dig into it. Let's open the lid on yogurt. So for every show, I usually have a list of words that I need to check with you, Ben, on how I pronounce them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I usually say like a cryptic question so I don't pollute the answer that you give. Um, and I forgot to do it this time, so I'm going to do it now. Oh, we're doing it yeah. live <laughs> into the microphones. Okay, cool. So how do you pronounce the brand of Greek yogurt with heaps of different flavors that starts with a C? <laughs> um, do you know what I'm saying? Do you no, know the brand I'm talking no, about? I, uh, is it? No. It, it starts with C. Yes. Colbani? Is it Cholbani? Is that what it is? Well, it's Cholbani. Yeah. Cholbani. Is that how you say it? Go with that because I couldn't even think of what it was. Because my parents say Chibani, but they always put weird accents on things just to be funny. And I don't know if that's what what made them say taco until I was in grade three. So we're talking about Chobani yogurt. Wait, what? Or Chibani. Chibani. Okay, I'm just going to say Chibani. Okay, cool. Let's go with, um, go with that. Okay, cool. So, again, I always tell this story, but when I worked at Safeway circa 2006, there was only one Greek yogurt brand, 
and it was like pretty basic Greek yogurt. Yeah. Um, and the rest was like sweet and flavoured yogurt. But now there's been pretty much a complete upheaval of the yogurt section of the supermarket. And I'd say it's over 50% Greek yogurt now. Um, and do- it's dominated by one major player, Chibani. So Chibani set off the Greek yogurt trend and I looked into the company a bit and it was started by American, an American guy called Hamdi Yulakaya, who has a Turkish background. And he ran a small cheese company and then changed to yogurt when he saw an ad for a yogurt plant in like a brochure or something. And now the company is worth 1.81 billion US dollars. Wow. Which is huge. He's like an entrepreneur, like in all the blogs about how to run a successful company, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think there are two main reasons that Greek yogurt is so successful at the moment based on my knowledge and no research. Um, no one knew before a few years ago that low-fat yogurt was actually filled with sugar. Mm. I feel like that's been like something that people was, have just realized. It was hidden by yeah. the, the evil advertising people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I quit sugar as well. Did you? No, 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 no. Just oh, you didn't? Ah, oh, sorry, sorry. The, the, the Sarah Wilson's <laughs> yeah, yeah, book and yeah, yeah. blog. Okay, sure. So that's kind of like led people into Greek yogurt. Yeah, right. Um, so the difference between Greek yogurt and other yogurt is that regular yogurt is strained twice and Greek yogurt is strained three times, which removes excess liquid, which makes it thicker, creamier and tangier. Right. Um, and plain Greek, Greek yogurt has double the protein and fewer carbs, so it's healthier. Um, and a really interesting innovation in this Greek yogurt space that I'm so excited about is that Chibani are releasing, you know, like um, uh, like the yogurt um, flip over ones where you had like M&Ms and you flipped it into yeah, the I do chocolate. remember them. Um, I wasn't allowed the ones with chocolate in them. They were, you know, oh, I could really? have nuts or... Dried well, it turns banana, out that, that, is, that wasn't even yogurt. That's like chocolate custard. But anyway, yep, it's sure. si- similar um, functionality, but it's Chibani yogurt with sriracha mango is one, like um, kind of like solid bits that you t- tip into the yogurt. And the other one is chipotle pineapple. Whoa. Sounds so good. Um, can we just point out that this is not a paid message by the people from Chibani? You're not in the no, pocket of big Chibani, are I've you? I've given them a lot of my money. But <laughs> <laughs> if anybody from the Chibani Corporation <laughs> is listening, we're for sale. Uh, good, good. And how do you spell yogurt? Um, I spell it Y-O-G-H-U-R-T. Interesting. That is one of the ways of spelling yogurt, but there's several other variants um and rather than become an expert in it myself um we've called in a linguistics expert into ingredipedia uh, george webster is one of the founders of superlinguo a linguistics blog and sometime radio segment to talk about the word yogurt where it came from what it means and how to spell it george webster thank you for joining us on ingredipedia thanks for having me team so how do you spell yogurt georgia i reckon i usually spell it the same as m yeah y-o-g-h-u-r-t and that's how most Australians spell it. It's yeah. the most common spelling in uh, Australian English and British English. So we're on we're, we're on the money there. So what are the other variants and why are there so many? Well, there are a ton actually. You're, the main ones are, are that, which we just spelt out, which mm-hmm. is fun. And in American English, uh, we see the Y-O-G-U-R-T, 
be the most prevalent variation of the word. Um, you also occasionally see Y-O-G-H-O-U-R-T. Mm. I think one a- of the brands, maybe Yalna, has, mm. has yeah. the extra O oh, in there. Oh, that's true. They do. So they've got the H and the O and you're like, whoa, that must be fancy. I'll pay more for that because yeah. of all the extra letters. It does make you feel like there's a little bit, they know something more than us by yeah. adding those vowels. But I think what's going on is these are all um, variations that come from an original Turkish word. Right. And the first known use of this word was back in the 1600s. And so the Turkish word um, was spelt Y O G U R T, although that G is a different set, was a different sound in that language than what we would give it, and it sort of had an aspiration going on. And I'm at the risk of <laughs> offending our Turkish brothers and sisters. I'm going to give it a go. Okay. It, it was something like Yochert. Yochert. And yep. so there's that. I guess the theory is that the H that we see creeping into the um, spelling that we've got now was a translation or a transliteration of that ch sound mm. um, from that um, from that separate sound, which we don't have in English. So that was to stop us from just saying yogurt, which is eventually what we've just ended up saying anyway. Yeah, I think it was probably to make us say something more like yogurt. Mm. A bit like, what is it, you know, in the southern states of the US where they pronounce the H in like where? If you're watching <laughs> Frank Underwood yeah. does that yeah, all the time yeah, if you're a House of Cards fan. Yeah. When he's playing up his... Carolina roots. Um, but, yeah, in Turkish, that sound was known as a, a yumasak, and it sort of translates to soft G. Okay. I've just formulated another question in my head. Pose it. Question without notice. Yogurt, yogurt. So, the yogurt is a Brit thing. Yeah. Um, and I find it hilarious for no apparent reason. But is that any more wrong? Because if the original word was yogurt, then is yogurt not well, just... None of this is right or wrong. They're yeah, just okay. different. Yep. They're just different. So if you were out there and you I'm not, say I'm yogurt, not happy with that. I need to know that I'm right at all times. In, in Australian English and in our, with our Australian accents, we love drawing a, a vowel out. So we've given a good good old yogurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. That, that just matches how we roll. Whereas it's fine if the Brits um, way over there would like, to, would like to give it a bit more of a sharp yogurt. So is there a reason that the Americans went for a more simplified version? Is that a is that a trend in American spelling? Yeah, they tend to roll like that, don't they? They do they tend to eschew extra U's and whatnot in you know, like the word labour or flavour. Mm. They won't have the U in there. So whatever brand that was that we identified has the extra U in in there probably wouldn't wouldn't roll so well over in the States. But it does match that um it does match that, that take up and that sort of agreed spelling with most English speakers in America, does match that more simplified spelling structure, which um, came in, you know, a few centuries ago, uh, mostly at the behest of a guy called Noah Webster. No, oh, no relation no to relation. me. I wish. I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> I should look it up. Google that. Um, who was keen to simplify English spelling in order, largely in order, so that um, poorer people had better access to literacy. So it was easier to learn how to read and write by removing all these strange idiosyncrasies in the English language that were really um, being upheld at the behest of the colonial oppressors, the Brits. So That's a simplified history lesson there. I li- I but it resonates it. for me and I think, you know, that's why I don't mind the yogurt, the, the simple old Y-O-G-U-R-T. It works for me. But you don't use it. In your normal spelling. Do you know what? I don't write yogurt very often, no. I will admit. <laughs> you know, when you're jotting it down on the shopping list. Yeah. And do you know what? I probably mix it up a bit. I don't, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not wedded to mm. any particular spelling. Yeah, I don't spelling. think I am either, which is very unusual for me because I'll usually wed myself to something and then 
assure myself that that is the correct way and anybody else doing it differently is wrong. Well, we're a broad church of yogurt spellers, aren't we? <laughs> Georgia Webster, thank you so much for popping in and being um, well, basically me cheating um, by not becoming an ex- expert on something. This still counts yeah, as my fact, geez. right, Em? You should have gone first, so I could have asked Georgia how to pronounce Chobani. <laughs> Chobani, how do you pronounce Chobani? Oh, I don't know. That's that brand, yeah. correct? I feel like they want us to pronounce it Shobani or something like that, but but they've taken that risk with their brand as that people might give it a really hard Chobani or something oh, like that. Well, I was thinking Chibani because it's American and my, my parents just say that to be funny, but then it's like influenced me and I can't um, say that. Chibani. <laughs> oh, potato, potato. Chia batter. <laughs> Georgia Webster, thank you for being our resident word expert in the yogurt episode. Thanks both. Ben, do you remember this ad from your childhood? Did you know Putting Yam is a nutritious dairy food from Yuclid? No, monsieur, I didn't know that Putting Yam is a nutritious dairy food from Yuclid. Did you know that Putting Yam is high in protein and calcium? No, monsieur, I didn't know that Putting Yam is high in protein and in calcium. Well then, Marin, why do you eat Putting Yam? Did you know that Petit Miam is French for yummy, monsieur? Petit Miam. It's French for yum. Um, yes, I remember mm-hmm. the ad. Uh, you used the word childhood there. I'm worried <laughs> that... Uh, I think I was still a child when that came out. What year Probably. is it? I, can't, I, I didn't look up the year. It's like early 90s, I guess. Maybe late 80s. Um, but definitely early 90s. I, yeah, I, I, I do remember that ad. Mm. Um, because you mentioned in the intro that the slogan was your play is French for yum. But I think before that happened, this ad was um, Petit Miam, it's French for yum. It actually started out, your play, it's French for yogurt. Oh, and right. And then it turned into, it's French for yum for Petit Miam. Okay. So, yeah, in 1982, it's, it's French for yogurt. <laughs> okay, well, I missed out. that one. This is the second round, but for me, it's the first round. Okay, so cool. I'll, I'll just go off this one. Sure. Um, so the word on the street in my playground at primary school was that petit miam wasn't really French for yum and that advertising is a lie. Wow. Mm. You cottoned onto that, that, that early. Yeah. But, um, this is before like we knew how to use search engines, so no one could really solve it for real. But in 1996, when I did get my hands on a search engine. Is that the first thing you said? No. First thing I searched was a picture of a chicken but <laughs> in the next few things was is petite miam french for yum mm. and um it's kind of not like yum in french is miam oh yeah so it's like half right so petite would but be small petite is small so little and yummy mm. okay and i kind of should have should have known that before googling it just then <laughs> because um <laughs> Obviously, petite means small. Yeah, and and you studied French for twelve years, so no, no. one year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so petite miam is not French for yum. The ad didn't completely lie. It's French for little yum, which totally makes sense because it's like a small, little, tiny thing of yogurt, so it's only a little bit yum. I'm just so surprised that there's any truth in it whatsoever, <laughs> and a little bit disappointed. I feel like we're talking about advertising, yogurt advertising a little bit. I'm just going to stay with it. Um, so we've talked about the 
It's French for yogurt ads that came out in 1982 in Australia. The Petimium that came out in the early 90s at some time. Somewhere between then and now, yogurt ads have been basically targeted exclusively at women. Um, I'm just going to play true. a little bit of a... This is a clip from 2008, I believe, um, on uh, I think it's a, a web series called Target Women. Uh, and this is where they talk about how culture and advertising and, and marketing targets women in, in weird ways. This is uh, an episode called Target Women Yogurt. Hey, why am I holding all this yogurt? Because I'm a woman. And yogurt is the official food of women. Just turn on your TV. Day and night, but mostly day unless you're watching Lifetime, there's going to be some ladies just chilling out and eating some yogurt and appealing to our inner woman to get us to do it too. Mmm, this is good. No, this is really good. This is like private island good. No, this is like long massage good. First kiss good. Shoe shopping good. Say more stuff I generically relate to than go to a wedding. This is like cute best man good. No, this is like burning this dress good. So the, the video goes on to point out that there's basically advertising that... that involves women wearing um, hoodies and, and lots of grey mal sweats. Uh, and they're talking about yogurt with their friends in a way that's incredibly unnatural. And just regardless of what the content is, the context is basically yogurt is for women. This is the part of Ingridopedia that um, is really hard for me when I get into confession mode. Mm-hmm. Emily, you'll be aware that uh, I've spent a fair whack of my working life as an advertising copywriter. Oh no, you didn't! You didn't write a sexist ad about yogurt, did you? I've written four sexist ads. Oh no! About yogurt, they just didn't win awards, so I don't know about. That's them. right. <laughs> they're not on my reel. They're not on my website. Um, but I've made yogurt ads. No. I've made several yogurt oh, ads. God. I've used the words bloating in a no. script. I've made Kate Ritchie, aka Sally from Home and Away. Uh, pat her stomach and say things like, in my job, you always have to look your best. I remember that ad and I hated it. Yeah, I made I'm sorry. It. Yeah, I wrote that <laughs> ad. I've made a woman wear a hoodie in a kitchen while her husband rattled around in a fridge looking. And the worst part is that was a remake of an American ad that we needed to make for an Australian audience. So that was actually my worst ever advertising moment. Um, I've made women pull their pants on with ease after eating magical non-bloating yogurt. Where did this come from? This thing about yogurt and women. I, I don't know. It was it was already a cultural meme when it reached me in brief form uh, as, a, as a copywriter in, in a mainstream advertising agency. I've made women look dreamily into the middle distance, closing their eyes as their lips close over the creamy, creamy yogurt on the glistening spoon. I've, I've cast racially indeterminate mixes of, of women of different shapes and sizes. I have added to the problem i've mm. been part of the problem you are aware this is a competition between you and me you're not trying to just make the the um women listeners hate you i well i just think it's about me atoning <laughs> for my sins okay i mean the first part of that you of, of of solving a problem is admitting you have a problem mm. um i no longer write yogurt ads um i haven't written one for a long time it's been years I think the last one was 2011. So um, I just want to say to the Ingridopedia listeners, um, particularly the, the women listening, um, 
I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Not accepted. Damn. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about work snacks. Mm-hmm. I've seen um, you with trail mix. And I remember Why your... are you outing me as a trail mix <laughs> at work person? And I remember your, um, your kind of like dalliance with shit-flavoured expensive healthy chips. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, those chickpea chips were so dry. They were so dry. <laughs> like I'm still drinking water to try and rehydrate after those chickpea this chips. This worth, worth the $8. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to ask, have you added anything to your work snack repertoire lately? No, I, 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 <laughs> oh, I did buy some shit expensive chips the <laughs> other day. I live, I work too close to a supermarket now. There are lots of other things there, to say there was turmeric, turmeric flavored chips. I was no. like, maybe we'll do the turmeric episode what, one day. I'll what need to. Aisle are they, in? Well, they were in the health food <laughs> aisle. I think they were made of chickpeas. Oh my God. Anyway. What is wrong with me? <laughs> um, but work snacking is hard because you have lots of factors to take into consideration. You have time to prepare. You want something easy to make. Um, basically, a work snack should involve no preparation apart from opening the packet. Mm. You have to factor in the noise and the smell. You're going to be eating at your desk with other people in close proximity. Yeah. And you don't want to distract them. So all of this thinking about work snacks, is this the reason why when um, we last worked together, you waited about six months before you would eat snacks at work yeah yeah this this whole thing is about my snack paranoia yeah you really another factor storage you can keep it in your bag or your desk for easy access when hunger strikes number four does it fill you up it needs to fill you up to your next break otherwise you're just going to be constantly snacking yeah it's true so with this in mind yogurt seems like a very good work snack option yeah Fills you up. It's a mid-morning snack. It's probably going to be okay in your bag um, all that time without putting it in the fridge. No noise, no smell, no preparation, really. The only annoying thing is you have to get a spoon to eat it, which involves a trip to the kitchen, which can be annoying. And there's the matter of what to do with the dirty yogurt spoon when you're finished, which is another kitchen trip, which is why I got so excited about yogurt pouches. Um, so, you know, the pouches of yogurt with a top that you break off and then you suck the yogurt out. For, for children? No, no, no. They're adult ones now. Are you sure? But essentially, it's the same thing that baby food comes in, but yeah. for time for adults who like yogurt. You mean the things that I, I buy for my four-year-old son? Yeah, like that, but in yogurt for adults. Okay. Adults who like a yogurt on the go. Sure. <laughs> you um, and Walt do have a lot in common. It's true. <laughs> so... I'm not going to lie, they are weird. A pouch of yogurt is very weird. But I like innovation, so I bought one back when I worked with you at Clemenger. And then I was ridiculed for buying a pouch of yogurt. Rightly so. (laughs) And I can't remember who ridiculed me, but I don't think it was you. I don't think it was me. But someone said, what's that? Is that space yogurt? And then suddenly everybody was looking at me, eating my freaking bag of yogurt and now I'm self-conscious about my snacking habits. Is that habits. how you got the nickname Space Yogurt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure someone does call me Space Yogurt. Well, I think everybody's going to. So if you are emailing <laughs> no, us or no, hitting no, us no. up on the social media, just refer oh. to Emma's Space Yogurt. <laughs> um, but I am always eating at my desk because I'm always hungry. And it's probably got to do more with the fact that I have CF than 
that's why I eat way more food than other people. Okay. But anyway, psychologically scarring. And I haven't eaten yogurt um, from a pouch in public since. <laughs> but I have squeezed entire pouches of yogurt in my mouth hiding in the kitchen within five seconds so that no one sees me. This is At how, work? Yeah. This, well, not, not broadsheet. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. <laughs> you still there. don't snack there. You haven't been there for long enough. No, I do snack there. I do. Okay. So thank you for letting me get this off my chest. And I think what I need to happen is that eating yogurt in bags in public needs to be normalized. Then it won't be so weird when I whip one out of my bag at work. So this is a call to all our listeners to buy a yogurt pouch, eat it at your desk this week, and you'll be supporting a good cause. May 17 is (laughs) Space Yogurt Day, um, brought to you by Ingridopedia. Do you ever get to a pop culture phenomenon so late that you're worried that you've been in a coma for several years? <laughs> um, yeah, I felt like that about five sauce. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. No, I understand it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a band. It's not a band. No, I'm just kidding. It's oh, bad. Jesus, don't scare me because this will be the second time today that this happened. Uh, I was digging around on the internet for yogurt facts, as we do when we become an expert in, in one <laughs> ingredient uh, every week. Uh, when I came across a song and I, I, I watched it, I was like, I was like, is this... It's quirky. Is it a comedy group? Is it a musical group? I don't know. I was enjoying it. I was like, what a good, good on these these seemingly European lads. And then I looked down and I noticed that it had 5.6 million views. So the song is by a Norwegian comedy duo called Ilvis and it is called Yogurt. And let's have a listen to to it. Okay. And drums. Wow! Yeah! Let me tell you about a thing. I really want some yogurt. Well, not exactly yogurt, but it has a taste of yogurt and also kind of look like yogurt. The shape should be like yogurt. Some people will think it's yogurt, but with a closer look at my yogurt, you'll discover it's not yogurt. Banana, vanilla, strawberry. Put it in your mouth. Yogurt. Ah. Papaya. That's what I'm at. Talking. talking about. Chocolate. In the face. Yogurt. So it goes on. Uh, it's a song entirely about yogurt, full wow. of kind of full of double entendres and uh, a really kind of amazing video where there's a whole subplot going on with one of the, the members of, of the group. The group is called Ilvis. Uh, and then, and as I mentioned, a Norwegian comedy duo consisting of brothers Vigard and Bard uh, Ilvisaker. Uh, they have been around since 2000. Um, they, they kind of seem a little bit like the Norwegian Hamish and Andy or something. They're kind of mm. huge comedy duo. And so Yogurt has 5 million views without me ever having heard of it. They also had a song called The Fox. What does the fox say? Oh, I know that one. That has had 590 million views as of April 2016. My mum loves that one. <laughs> I've never heard of these guys and only because of the yogurt episode yeah. have I stumbled across them. Have I been in a coma? If your mum is into the fox, <laughs> what does the fox say? Uh, I think that's only because they played on the radio. I don't know if they played the yogurt song on the radio, but still. I've got to get up with you it. You've got to wake up. Maybe if your mum could just give me some <laughs> music uh, recommendations that'll really get me up into the, the uh, l- late 20th century. <laughs> what, what century? Anyway, don't worry, it's fine. Thanks. 
So they were our facts. You can vote for them on Instagram. Hit us up on the website. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We had a couple of good suggestions over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we had someone suggest avocado, Mm. which is a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I want to do that one. Um, And they also suggested something else in that either. Ego. No, that was someone else. Agar, agar. Agar, agar. Um, Yeah, so that's some good ones. That's some good ones. Keep them coming in. We'll, uh, We'll try and get to them. Thanks for listening.